Good morning from Skift. It's Monday, January 11th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Thinkorswim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts, so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. The Trump Organization's plan to sell its luxury hotel in Washington, D.C. appears to be the latest business casualty as a result of Capitol Hill mob violence this week spurred on by President Donald Trump. JLL, a commercial real estate brokerage firm that had been marketing the hotel to potential buyers, is not going to be involved in selling that hotel, according to a Washington Post reporter's tweet Friday that quoted a company spokesperson. Hospitality reporter Cameron Sperance writes that the severed business relationship is the latest in a week where numerous Trump associates, cabinet members, and even social media platforms distanced themselves or severed his access due to the role he played inspiring Wednesday's attack of the U.S. Capitol. The sale of the 263-room hotel, which opened in 2016, has been closely watched, given its reputation as a way to curry favor with Trump while he was in office. We turn next to the U.S. hotel industry. Unemployment rate continues to fall, but not for any reason worth celebrating, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Sperance. The hotel sector's 18.9% December unemployment rate was a decline from the 21.5% seen in November, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported Friday. But the sector still lost 24,000 jobs, a sign more workers are giving up their search for a hotel job and no longer counted in the industry's labor pool. The hotel industry unemployment rate continues to be significantly higher than the national average, which stayed flat at 6.7% for the month. We attribute this to the recent uptick in COVID cases and its continued negative impact on hotel visitation, said Patrick Scholes, Managing Director of Lodging and Experiential Leisure Equity Research at Truist Securities. The greater hospitality industry, especially the food and beverage sector, was responsible for most of the job losses seen in the U.S. last month. Hospitality jobs dropped by 498,000 in December, with a bulk of that, 372,000, coming from restaurants and bars. The amusement, gambling, and recreation sector within hospitality also lost 92,000 jobs. Finally, aid workers around the globe face a growing travel quandary. Corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons writes that last March, the queue to get into Ninoy Aquino International Airport in Manila snaked around the terminal building. Despite the urgency, volunteers there pleaded for an hour longer to finish off their work before evacuating. It was a similar story for thousands of aid workers posted around the world. Emergency repatriations didn't just pose logistical challenges for charity organizations, it meant abandoning their communities. The professional volunteers in the Philippines were just a handful of hundreds that work for UK not-for-profit organization Voluntary Service Overseas, which rushed to bring them home earlier this year as the pandemic hit. With limited travel options, VSO, along with the wider humanitarian sector, is figuring out how to continue its international development work, which spans 24 countries across Africa and Asia. While most businesses have migrated to Zoom, video conferencing isn't an option for in-the-field operations, not least because remote areas rarely have the required internet coverage. 
For more travel stories, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Thank you.